Excuse me, could you point me in the direction of Scream City? Never mind, I think I found it. Hello, horror freaks. Welcome back to Scream City. I'm your host, Jessica. And I'm Monica. And today we are talking about the newest film to a killer franchise, Scream 6. Yes, ma'am. And we are so excited, as always, especially with this uh, movie, Mm -hmm. because we're huge Scream fans. But before we continue on with this episode, let's kind of knock out our peak and pit uh for the week so monica what has been your peak and pit of this Um, of this of this week um my peak is definitely this movie yeah i know i I said that last week because i said i know what my peak would be for this week and it was it was watching this movie um definitely brought brought a lot of good vibes and then my pit is nothing i don't have a pit this week I don't have a pit this week. That's good. So that's good. That's progress. Yeah, what about you? Pit. uh, No, I don't have a pit, actually. Good. I meant to say, yeah, peak. Um, My peak is, of course, also watching this movie. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And I'm currently on spring break, so that's fine. I don't have anything planned, but that's perfectly fine because I just literally (laughs) need to rest. Perfect. There you go. I've been taking like five naps a day. It's perfect. Rest and scream is the pit for for this week for the both of us. Great. For sure. My peak, yeah. I love that. Um, Yeah, no no pit. Good. Um, All right. Let's go ahead and get into the movie because we're both really excited to talk about it. So like we mentioned in every episode, there will be spoilers. So don't say we didn't warn you. Um, So please go watch this movie. If you haven't already, and obviously, I feel like if you are a true, true Scream fan, you most likely already watched it by the time this comes out, because I think the movie would have been out for about almost two weeks maybe, now, or a yeah. week at least. So, but if you have watched it, please enjoy uh, discussing this movie with us, because we're excited. So just to give a brief synopsis, so four survivors of the Ghostface murders leave Woodsboro behind for a fresh start in New York City. However, they soon find themselves in a fight for their lives when a new killer embarks on a bloody rampage. Um, period. Period. That, that's it. That, that's the entire podcast. Yeah. Um, as you may guess, we're huge fans. Yes. Right. Okay. But yeah. that's just kind of a very brief synopsis of what it is. Basically, so Tara, Mel- Melissa... Melissa is her, is her sister's yep. name. Um, Mindy and Chad. They go from Woodsboro, go to New York, try to find a new start, um, thinking that they left Ghostface and everyone behind. Mm-hmm. But as we know, as Scream fans, uh, Ghostface doesn't really die. Yeah. He just gets created by another sick person. Yeah. So that's basically what this is. Love that. Uh, yeah. Love that. Well, now that we have that out of the way... I think it's uh it's time that we do our first impressions on watching this film for the first time and you know what our favorite scene and kill yes. is. So Monica, why don't you start us off? Um first impression is I left the theater loving it, mm-hmm. obviously. Um I wasn't able to tell however if I loved it because I'm biased or because it was truly a good movie. But after sort of talking about it with a few people and seeing some reviews it does look like it did really well Mm -hmm. so I'm really happy about that I do feel that the Scream franchise is a franchise that that just won't ever die um it will always be a classic however I do have to mention that I feel all of the movies are basically the same plot and I feel like that's what discredits these movies by just a little bit but also because of that reason, I also love it because we as fans who have followed the franchise since, you know, the first movie, mm-hmm. basically, we get to go through those familiar emotions of, all right, I need to start doing my educated guesses of who yeah. we think is going to be it for this movie, who is going to, you know, we start looking at every single detail mm-hmm. of everyone's. It's always like, someone you know. D- it's always someone you know. So always someone's demeanor, someone's like, you know. It's always fun to go through the motions of having to guess and then at the end of the movie either feeling like you're right or you're wrong. So that is always fun. It's always a fun ride. So, but this particular movie, it did have me in a panic and it gave me the oohs and like the oh my gods and like 
what every amazing slasher film has right Mm -hmm. so first impression very very good definitely would 100% watch it again now as far as my favorite scene I have quite a few favorites but I actually love the train subway scene of course such a good one it's amazing so from the minute that Mendy gets left behind all the way up until she gets stabbed yeah (laughs) and everything else in between I love it because it's the same feel as a mirror room in a haunted house Mm -hmm. so you can't get any better than that you never know which ones are real and on top of that ghostface stabbing her in a crowded train Mm -hmm. that was very bold of him and then just her like funny lines of being like fuck like i was wrong again only to only for us to find out that she was actually right so good for her good for her but um May I just say, like, the, the again, the whole train scene, and I know we're obviously going to touch on this scene as well, but the bodega scene mm-hmm. were so yeah, good. They were, like, and those are top-tier top scenes for both of for I have movies. to say, like, whenever you mentioned that um, it kind of felt like a mirror room, like yeah. in a haunted house, I loved the scene where there was a guy dressed up as Ghostface, and he was, like, kind of walking towards Tara. Uh, towards and Tara, and she Jamie got very... And gets in They got defensive, like, and then he just walks out the train. I loved it. I... Now, for a favorite kill, I was debating between Annika's, because Ghostface was being his typical Ghostface, like, type of personality, mm-hmm. and he basically said... I don't just need a knife to kill this girl because he did stab her quite yeah. a few times. Oh my and God. then when she started climbing when the ladder. he stabbed her, I was like, that girl's not going to make it. Was it, was it, was it her that she, that he stabbed into and then twisted the knife yes. into her abdomen? Yeah, that was pretty, that was gruesome as fuck. I was like, I was like that girl's not making it out. Mm-mm. I was like, she is fucked. Yeah. And he was basically looking at her kind of, you know, going over this ladder and being like, you guys are making this way too easy. Mm-hmm. And then he just starts shaking it. And that was... That was pretty terrifying because I know people who are afraid of heights were shaking in their boots. Mm-hmm. AKA me. Because imagine like holding on for dear life and almost being able to touch the person across mm-hmm. just for Ghostface to be like, meow. Yep. Kind of twisting the ladder to making sure you fall. And her fall was nasty. Her death was nasty. It sounded gross. Loved Everyone it. gasped. I Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. sister and I lo- were like, holy shit. Oh, my shit. gosh. Yeah. I love that they showed her face. Mm-hmm. No, I'm <laughs> As glad gruesome too. as that is yeah um loved it i thought it was yeah. really great but if i if i wasn't able to choose hers or if i had to kind of shy away from it i'd have to choose ethan's because mm-hmm. hashtag team tara honestly and it was the funniest thing that she told him to die a virgin mm-hmm. when she made the final stab but i think what made it even great was that you kind of get when she first stabs him you get an angle from the side mm-hmm. so you don't really know where she stabbed into until you see it from her perspective and she stabbed him down his throat oh, yeah. and then yeah. she twisted it yeah just like how he did to a, a you know down well it was down his mouth um yeah down she, his mouth. yeah she stabbed him in his mouth oh that's but, right because it kind of went through like his yeah his but chin sort of remember was it um kirby was it Kirby who threw the TV on him when he yes. suddenly uh-huh. resuscitated again? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah. I guess she didn't really kill him that time, but he dies in an iconic way. Yeah. He dies the same way that Stu dies in yeah. the first film. Absolutely. Quote unquote, maybe in case he didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> but I love this, the the small um, references. references and the Easter eggs that yeah. they do for the first film and for the entire franchise too in this film. I think that's also something that I really enjoyed about the movie was the... I love the script of it, like mm-hmm. the dialogue and a lot of the lines in this movie. Um, we were kind of discussing it in the car, but when I really like that this movie has every cheesy final line mm-hmm. and it's acted out so cheesy, but the actual lines themselves are like so funny and they're so hilarious good, yeah. and they're what make, like it's what makes a slasher mm-hmm. of just like saying these iconic lines before actually doing the killing right um and i really loved it this movie this movie brought back like a lot of joy because and we were talking about it but i I know i know it was mentioned in the actual movie itself but i i think the reason why personally and and i'll you know I'll, i'll get into mine in a second but personally um i think i you know a lot of the og scream fans really enjoyed this movie 
because of how nostalgic it felt. It did. Like, it yes, did feel really nostalgic. we didn't nostalgic. have Sydney, but we didn't need Cindy in order to, Sydney, in order to, um, mm-hmm. you know, feel nostalgic. Yeah, that's and, true. And I appreciated that. And I know you mentioned, like, you know, feeling a little biased, but personally, I I did enjoy this movie. I did too. And, um, but I, I definitely think that the nostalgia kind of helped. For and sure. some sort of you know, playing it. So. Yeah, a hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree. I think this this scream film film did definitely a lot better than the last one. 100%. The last one, the only reason I honestly liked it was because it's part of the franchise mm-hmm. and because we have Sydney and we have we had Dewey, mm-hmm. my man's R. poor R. man, R.I.P. Uh, we had him, like we had part of the original cast, and it felt nice. Yeah. But we were kind of talking about how the last film just felt very. All right, let's just add on to the franchise and let's just kind of throw shit together and just see where it goes. Yeah. You know, when this one, it definitely feels a little bit more thought out. Yeah, but what about you? Okay, so first impression, wow. Yeah. Y'all, I loved it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, Listen, I, I was hesitant at first because I tried so hard to ignore the trailers and just kind of go into it blind yeah um so i really didn't know what to expect but this movie did not disappoint obviously um i watched it about two days after the initial release so i'm glad i was able to you know not get any spoilers Mm -hmm. but it was i genuinely really enjoyed it it was it was really good and the fact that we had a reveal after the first oh that was really cool to watch i really enjoyed that however i not that I saw it coming. I didn't think that they would reveal it. Mm-hmm. But the way that they were marketing, not really marketing, but the poster mm-hmm. that they were showing was Ghostface mask beat up. Mm-hmm. And that the Jeez. one that he was wearing yeah. at the beginning wasn't. So I was kind yeah. of like, I, I automatically just thought like, okay, there's multiple of them. Right. Um, but I didn't think that they would reveal him so quickly. So I was like, okay, where is this going yeah. then? Yeah. So that and was so really cool. I, that's definitely new. Yeah, I, you know, well, you know what? If I if I didn't choose, if I didn't choose the train scene, I'd have to choose that as as like a as a favorite scene too. Yeah. The opening to this movie was really was it really was good, good and really thought out because it just keeps you like whoa yeah. whoa like, like wait how are you gonna new. reveal Ghostface like that quickly? I feel Boom, like credits <laughs> after after five I'll say five but after five films of this movie yeah you know we're used to a specific. Oh, yeah. Um, We're used to a specific pace. Pace, And, like, knowing when to kind of expect certain things from Ghostface. So, for for there to be a reveal within the first, like, five minutes of the film. I I looked at Mateo and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. No, my sister and I were just like, huh? Yeah. Like, wait, hold on. Like, Credits just start rolling. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's the end of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, Um, Yeah, you're right. You're right. That was really good. I loved it. And so... Uh, yeah, we all gasped, like literally mm-hmm. everyone in the movie theater, um, because obviously we we weren't expecting that. So right. shout out to that um, element of surprise, sort yes, of, sort of thing. Um, and after that reveal, first of all, I knew damn well that he was next in line to get killed because they mm-hmm. were not going to give mm-hmm. it to us that easy. Right, right. Like it was not going to be that easy for us. Um, but I have so many thoughts and feelings about this movie and i could honestly go on forever yeah (laughs) um and gina and i watched it on the same day and on the same time but different theaters and she literally called me afterwards and we were just ranting about it it was just it was amazing it was great my favorite scene it's a hard one (laughs) because Mm -hmm. there are obviously so many that i love Mm -hmm. um i'm in between three which i know i was like what (laughs) so many uh, the first one is obviously the beginning when Jason as Ghostface is killing Laura because I don't know it was just so good mm-hmm. like hello he literally slayed like it was just, yeah yeah no and um, I loved the part where you know when he I think does the last stabbing and he's mm-hmm. like now I see red mm-hmm. and then, boom, oh my god that was yeah. so sexy I'm sorry that was good that was so good <laughs> and then uh, second one that I'm kind of going. Four is the, of course, bodega scene. It's iconic. That one was good. Iconic. I will say, again, it's it's a little triggering to yeah. watch, uh, for me specifically. Um, but it is a really good scene because mm-hmm. that is one of the scenes that really kept me like... <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was hyperventilating a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, yeah, the, the bodega scene was, was good. And 
last one, which I think I'll, I'll, it'll definitely have to take the win, uh, is when Ethan and Quinn are double-teaming Chad. That is a really good and one. And they wipe their knives at the same time, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> what y'all. did you say? You were like, it was so sexy. I felt something unholy during that scene. I will say, that was that was really like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> My These... sister and I looked at each other like, Damn, that was badass. Yeah, that was. That, that was, was really cool. Sick. I would love to keep that as a gif and just keep it rolling yeah. all the time. Yeah. It was head. really nice. If I could tattoo that, I, I totally I love would. that. I was left in a trance after that. It was. I that was, was like, a really good. Because first of all, was it during that scene or was it maybe a little bit earlier where we realized that there's two? Well, at least we get confirmation that there's two because personally mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie, I was like, there's, there's definitely two. Yeah. Yeah, it's just overall, I think, such a good, good scene. Yeah. And it was thought out very well. It was acted extremely well. It was just so good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. So badass. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, my favorite kill. I think all of them were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like no one really talks about the therapist's kill. That one I liked was the therapist's cool. kill. It was, it was a good one. The over, I liked through it. the door one. Yeah. That was He's like, I don't even have to enter your home. Yeah. To just stab you. Yeah. I liked the first two, Laura and Jason's. Uh, Laura's mainly because, like, it was out in public. It was risky. And she was literally a teacher's aide for a slasher movie class. Like, girl, you hear, first of all. Yeah, everything she did was wrong. Yeah. And then not only that, Goes she lists, her. Yeah, like everything that she knows and supposed to study, like she went completely against it yeah. for a man. For a man. For a man. I In know. New York? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Mm-mm. But now. Anyway. Now you see. <laughs> yeah. Now but I yeah, see it red. was, it was like, it was, I feel like it was comedic on its own, in its own way, obviously, yeah. because she's someone who's supposed to study these things mm-hmm. and then... She dies. Even Ghostface is like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I honestly, I wonder if those classes exist. Like a, a class over slashers. Oh, I'm so sure. Cool. Anyway. Um, yeah. And again, I, I mentioned this, but I love the line where right before he, you know, finishes killing her, he's like, now I see red. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking love that scene. That line, at least. But... Loki, and I hate to say this because this was probably like the most brutal kill. I think I'm gonna have to go with Anicus. I liked it too. I and thought it. W- because- I thought it was a good one because it's. Um, I'm trying to think because he's not. He's not chasing her, Mm-mm. and I think that's what makes it scarier. Yeah, because he's intentionally doing the thing that like everyone is afraid of. Yeah. I know I'm terrified of ladders, and I'm terrified. Like the fear of ladders comes from like falling off of them. Mm-hmm. And that's just all it was. That's just what that scene was. Yeah. It's just the fear of falling off a and ladder. Her, her head literally smashed trash into can. a trash can. Yeah. yeah. That was awful. That shit. Her head sounded empty. It sure did. <laughs> no. She was. Oh, she was lights on no one's home yeah. type bitch. And she was. Yeah. God bless her. God bless her. I love her. Yeah. So. But she was good while she was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Loved her. Yeah. But dude, this movie was a movie for sure. I you know what now that now that we kind of mentioned it and started talking about it I can't get over how the movie started um I mm-hmm. think the beginning scenes to this movie were just so that that's what brought back uh and what felt like it's what I can't explain it but it's like what makes it's like what the franchise is known for mm-hmm. right so like obviously the first iconic Drew Barrymore scene where she's right. on the phone he's talking to her yada yada and then they kind of repeat it sort of in each mm-hmm. movie but something about this something about this film connects a little bit better to the first film well, yes. because both of them were shot very eerie and very like wait who the it fuck is this like never mind call. who am i talking to because i feel like they kind of like redid that scene in each yeah. movie but like kind of in More a parody modern. way yeah. just to kind of be like hey like you remember this yeah. do you remember this yeah. but this movie was like hey we're taking it back yeah. <laughs> and i think it was really good because Jason was venting to a ghost face, like yeah. the one that he's trying to mimic. Yeah. Of like how good it felt to kill her mm-hmm. and all of this. And then he's like, um, you do know you're killing people, right? Like mm-hmm. he tried to Jason tried to dehumanize who he's killing, yeah. but Ghostface was like, No, no, 
No. Like, try to remember that you're actually killing a person. Like mm-hmm. this. <laughs> and then he goes and kills him. Um, I have a question for you, and I guess for everyone else, and it's honestly for me too, but were your calculations right as to who was the killer? Yes and no. Um, so, obviously, I didn't... I didn't even think of Quinn being a suspect Neither for me, um, which good job for the movie because mm-hmm. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, like I saw it coming obviously towards the end, um, like moments uh, leading up to. Yeah, the exactly. Reveal, like so. I was like, oh, I was like, wait, but I thought she died. And then mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess that can be rigged. And then once they revealed her, I was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. So no, but Mateo and I did guess that um ethan Mm -hmm. was one of the killers um i will say i whenever whenever they kind of started revealing Mm -hmm. like he because mateo was like oh there's two of them oh wait there's three of them because like in the in the scene where they're in the shrine and they're like kind of leading up to revealing who Mm -hmm. is ghostface like we see multiple bodies and so we were like wait who's who (laughs) like it was it was a lot of going back and forth my what i was telling i was telling uh gina and jessica in the car was that like i thought there was like nine of them like i thought it was a whole group of people that i was like oh they're gonna make a gang of ghost face mm-hmm. <laughs> um so i was under the impression that they were kind of doing that thing where it's like everyone is a suspect because everyone is ghost face right so i thought ethan and then i will say they did a really good job of obviously portraying kirby as a suspect so mm, i thought i thought Same. she was i yeah. thought she was one of the ghost face for a while i started suspecting the detective so like the scene where he finds her body and then mm-hmm. he comes out crying to tara yeah. and melissa like i i in that moment i was like oh that's really sad and then it sat with me for a little bit mm-hmm. and then i was like i wasn't convinced insane i was so, like i i don't like the way that he was just so like it's funny you say that because after the movie my sister and i were talking about it and she literally said she said his acting did not convince me and for a, a quick second she thought damn he's a bad actor <gasps> no, that, that, just, that is exactly what i was thinking yeah. um but then he reveals himself goes he reveals himself as ghostface yeah. and i was like oh that no he's sense. just he's good at acting shitty yeah <laughs> like yeah. if that makes sense he's yeah so i was like oh so it sat with me a little bit so then i was like mm, he's he's kind of on my radar now like i, I i'm suspecting this man i have to say i my first suspect period was ethan yeah 100% he's a white boy yeah in college Mm -hmm. so red flag number one Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so he was my my very first suspect and then correct same thing exact same thing when detective bailey was kind of like crying about like again i was watching it and i was like oh that's so sad like he's the one that found his daughter yeah but then like yeah i don't know it was after the fact that i was like "Mm." During that scene, I turned my, to my sister and I'm like, that did, that was It not, didn't seem genuine. Yeah, it wasn't genuine. And then I will say, Quinn did surprise me. I was not expecting well, her I wasn't at all, expecting at Quinn because I thought the bitch died. Me too. <laughs> and, um, but, but slowly but surely I, I was like hitting my sister because I was like, oh my God, I, I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. You know, the, the brother who died in the car crash um was or you know quote, yeah quote car yep. crash i was like yep. it's all making sense it's all making and sense then when detective bailey said uh he had lost a son or whatever i was like oh okay. uh, yeah i see where this yeah, is yeah yeah and but i have to be honest i have to be honest they did get me when detective bailey was like detective reed was fired from the atlanta FBI oh yeah 100 percent. when he was know. being all frantic yeah and being all like crazy did, and like whatever he did get me there because i was like fuck like she's ghost face you know yeah and for a quick second and listen i hate to i hate to say this but it's true i did suspect kirby and danny to be ghost face together somehow danny danny's the boyfriend of sam of sam oh yeah i'm gonna be honest he was never really on my radar no. like i suspected him because i was like don't trust anyone right um uh, which good for melissa yeah or sam wait who's M- melissa? melissa's the name of the actress oh i'm thinking <laughs> sorry okay so sam sam's little boy toy yeah good for sam yeah. um because good, good for her because she was he, like don't join our group i don't know you even <laughs> even he was like don't trust anyone not yeah. even me and i, and like, I think oh. that's another like 
I feel like they gave him that line specifically specifically to throw us off. Yeah. But I love how accepting he was mm-hmm. when Sam was like, I don't want you to come with us. And he yeah. was like, you know what? Yeah. You're right. Oh, and honestly, crying. <laughs> no, I and so I was kind of like, OK, I'm mm-hmm. giving him the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. because we don't know him. He's new, but he's not constantly in scenes. Yeah. So I was like, uh, maybe because he was out killing. <laughs> that, that's true. That's no, true. But, but I was like, mm, no, yeah. no, I'm not, I'm not going to give into that one. Um, But well, to be fair, Kirby and Hayden Pantier was doing a really good job of side eye. Mm-hmm. She was doing a lot of side. She was giving massive side eye mm-hmm. in this film. Bombastic side eye. Bombastic <laughs> side eye. She was she was giving it so hard that whenever Tara was asking her like, "How did you get over it?" or mm-hmm. "How did you like become, you know, what you are now?" Mm-hmm. and go through it, like I bet that was hard. And when she was explaining. Like when I woke up and I, after I recovered, she's like, I was just angry Mm -hmm. and I wanted to, what did she say? She basically was like, I wanted revenge Revenge. or I wanted, yeah. Yeah. So in my head, I connected like, well, she knows, she wanted revenge against Sam because she's basically the one that is like tied into this whole ghost face thing. So she's like, in order to stop ghost face, I have to stop Sam. Mm -hmm. So I was like doing all of these connections in my head to make sure that Kirby was the one killing. And I, and you know what's even more sad? I, I still, I still believe that Kirby was the one, was, was a ghost face when she came out behind, like, of the curtain bleeding and was, like, like, aiming at Detective Bailey and then Detective Bailey was aiming at her. I was like, no, I was like, that bitch faking. (laughs) I was like, she is faking for sure. I liked the horror talk in this film. Oh, I did too. I loved it. And I appreciate that. Um, from the beginning where Jason and his roommate, I forgot his name, the roommate's name, but, um, they are obviously horror fans. They're literally watching Friday the 13th in the background. Mm -hmm. Um, and may I just add, I was talking to Monica about this, but if y'all noticed, um, in Jason's apartment, there's a poster of the last, the last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, and Up I was like, oh my God, I'm literally manifesting that. We're manifesting that we're going to that be in the next going to be, Scream movie. Yeah, we're going to yeah, be 100%. in a, our poster's going to be on a, on a, on a horror movie. Yes. Um, so I thought that was super cool. Yeah, it was just super cool. And then Kirby and Mindy talking about horror movies. I think Kirby said like, hey, I heard you like horror movies or whatever. And then they started um rating horror like movies. all of the horror yeah. movies and they had like the same answers yeah. that's awesome i think kind of with that i think that's it, it's really i feel like it's easier to find someone who doesn't like horror because they're mm-hmm. like oh horror is not my thing or oh it's scary i don't watch those movies versus when you when you're able to find someone who's into scary movies or into horror genre in general and once you find that person like it instantly becomes an instant click and something for you to guys like to bond over and i think it's so much fun and i love what did she say she's like a game can respect game or yeah yeah like something like that and then i was like and it's so funny because obviously when it comes to the horror genre everyone is going to have their versions of classics and their versions of like what's good and what's not but that's where the discussion comes in but at the end of the day like both of you are so passionate about the same genre that like there's so many different point of views mm-hmm. that you can bring to each other. Obviously, versus talking to someone who doesn't like it. It's just very right. like, you like it's scary like, movies? Yeah. That's awful. And then like, no. Like it's talking so much- to a brick wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, it's so much fun to kind of see that type of interaction mm-hmm. in a horror movie. Right. That is like iconic. And well, now that we're kind of on this topic about, you know, how this this specific film uh, brought up the topic about horror movies Mm -hmm. um, and how you mentioned that the first scene kind of gave you um, Drew Barrymore's kill in the first one. Yeah. I think, and and it wasn't really touched on as much as it was in the very first film, but Jason and his roommate, we obviously know that they are horror fans. Mm -hmm. And they're also doing killings Mm. which sounds and looks a lot like billy and stew yeah that's true i feel like i kind of saw that connection where it's like you know horror movies don't make psychos oh wow and it's true um because i feel like that is um i feel like that's also one of the themes Mm -hmm. i guess of like what the scream franchise is is obviously 
of every film, there's going to be a group of those psychos who just want to keep mimicking what Bill and Stu were doing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it is 100% that movies don't create psychos yeah. because they don't. Um, it's just all depends on the person, on the psycho who interprets that movie. Yeah. And takes it into their own hands. For sure. Um, but Jason 100% deserved what he got uh, for trying to mimic. The OG. Um, the OG, yeah. first of all. But, you know, just yeah. kind of throwing that in there. And I think it's important to also note that there's always going to be reality versus fictional. Yeah. And obviously this is just something fun to kind of dive into. But And it's, it's important to separate those two. 100%. Extremely important. Extremely if, important. If you, if you can't separate them don't be watching you need to talk to someone you need to talk to someone and you should not be watching them to influence you but overall i think also what this movie did really well and i think what makes it relatable and so enjoyable Mm -hmm. is in some parts because of the easter eggs and because of like the overall theme of horror is they sort of broke down a fourth wall Mm -hmm. um by introducing like the horror talk or like mentioning I loved, 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 loved the uh, the line that Kirby said after she pushes the TV. Yeah, dude, that is if 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 there is a broken wall, a yeah. fourth a fourth wall that's broken in any horror movie, I'm so happy that it's this one because mm-hmm. she literally says, "I saw that in a movie once." Yep. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I did too. I did too, and I saw it in the first one, and I think it's so like. And uh, I actually, I, I don't know. I just thought it hit so well. I find it so cute how they mention Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, yes. How? how does that work in your universe? I'm telling you, I think it's, again, I think it's because it's, I, I, I'm trying so hard to get my words together and explain how home this movie felt, yeah. but in a how modern comforting. way, because you're including all of the things that everyone obviously grew up with and they're kind of like, here you go. Mm-hmm. Here's this little thing. Um, and then, I, again, we did mention it, which is why it makes me a little bit upset as a fan. And this is coming from, like, you know, someone who's watched and religiously has seen all of the movies is that they confirmed to make mm-hmm. a Scream 7. Mm-hmm. And I don't, as much as I love the franchise and I think it's a classic, no matter how many movies they decide to make off of this, I think it's kind of... Know when to... I, I, I was trying to yeah. tell Jessica. I don't know. Know when to rem- stop. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, know when to call it quits on something good. Yeah. Like, you ended on such an amazing note. Mm-hmm. I think this movie did really well for the franchise, especially following up the last movie that mm-hmm. wasn't all that great. Um, And this movie being what it is, and then you're going to go and make another one. Like, you're kind of... Like, they just feed off of the high, yeah. you know? Um, I think this movie did really well with pleasing scream fans mm-hmm. and i feel like if they try to mean, create another one it's listen a, it's, it's kind of hard even if you've never watched a scream movie you have six yeah you have six to, six to enjoy to, yeah i think seven is just kind of pushing it personally like, and like you know cancel us all you want but i don't think i, I but i feel like a lot of fans might feel the yeah. same way like and something Where else I was, can you go from here? I know. Something I was talking to my sister about um, that she kind of brought up first was, you know, even if, if you haven't watched the first through, for one through four, you have five and six to kind of, you know, it's a whole different story. It really a is. A completely different story. Like at the end of the film, the plot is sort mm-hmm. of the same, but for the most part, like, you can watch five and six and be fine. Yeah. Like... I feel like the main reason if you don't want to watch the whole franchise, which you'd be kind of crazy not to, is just for like the Easter eggs and knowing who like Sydney and Gil Weathers are. And that's kind of like the main thing, you know, I will say if Scream 7 comes out to be a thing, I hope they dive in a little more. Well, actually not even dive in a little more. I hope they dive all the way in and just make Sam Ghostface. Yep. Because at this point, that's kind of, I feel like that's kind of where the ending was peeking through. Me too. Because she was kind of resonating with her dad a little, mm-hmm. a little much. A little too, a a little little too, too well. well. I would like to see Sam as Ghostface. Me too. Because, remember. And have a Mexican Ghostface. Can you imagine that? I love that. But remember when she was in therapy? And she was like, and it felt good. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh. 
Never mind. This is out of my. And he's like, never mind. I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, never mind. Session. I, I don't get paid enough for this. Session over. I'm sending you to someone else. He's like, I'm gonna send you my therapist number. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that would be if that's a direction that they wanted to take. Scream Seven. Then I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be super mad. I was gonna say I wouldn't be a hundred percent opposed to it. But I or, hope after the seventh, they or, call it quits. <laughs> They make Sydney the ghost face. Oh, they make Sydney the ghost face. Like yeah. all of the, yeah, like or all yeah. of the final girls in each of the films. Yeah, which Sydney all the way up until four, and then five and yeah. six. I think that'd be really cool to see. But speaking of of her, I was telling Gina and Monica this. Um, so Melissa Barrera, uh, who pl- plays uh, Tara, or no, so, sorry, Sam. Sam. I found out through a TikTok. Um, she was being interviewed by Jorge Ramos mm. and it was, it was an interview in Spanish. And I obviously knew that Melissa was, was Latina, but she was speaking in Spanish and her accent sounded so familiar. And I was like, let me find out. Let me find out. And so oh, I, I, love that. I searched it up. Melissa was literally born in the exact same city as May. That's cool. In Mexico. We're That's both really regias. Sweet. We're both from Monterrey. <laughs> and it's it's awesome. And it honestly, that's so fucking cool. To, it is cool. To have a regia mm-hmm. representation yeah. in Scream. Uh, so <laughs> in I, like, scream. I, I, literally, I literally called my sister. And I was like, Avery, did you know this? She was like, oh my God, I didn't. It was oh, so super cool. That's really sweet. Yeah. Um, but I guess now that we're on the topic of cast, Might um, as well I think name it's every single person in this movie because every, I love the cast in this, this too. This cast was so good. I loved um, it. They're all great, great people. Mm-hmm. Um, very beautiful and handsome. Everyone, every single one of them. Right. Um, so if, just a few to, just to name a few. We have Courtney Cox as the Gail Weathers. Yes, it was so funny. So really quickly, um, because there is a line um, that whenever Tara, after Tara punched the fuck out of Gail Weathers, which Mm -hmm. that scene was chef's kiss. That shit was so funny. And she's getting into the taxi cab. Gail Weathers had told her, or do you think that you'll just be irrelevant without Ghostface? And then Tara goes, no, I think that's you. Mm -hmm. Or was it the opposite? I can't remember who said the line. Maybe that's the same for Courtney Cox. Yep. And I started, I started laughing when I was like, I mean, to be fair, because <laughs> what else? I mean, what else is she doing other right. than, you know, being Gail Weathers now? So, yeah. so. Felt that. Felt that. Um, so, yeah. Courtney Cox, uh, Melissa Barrera, uh, Sam Carpenter, uh, Jenna Ortega, of course. Love her. Um, Hayden Panettiere, of course. Kirby Reed. Love Jasmine Savoy Brown, Mindy Meeks, mm-hmm. um, as well as her on-screen twin brother Mason Gooding mm-hmm. uh, as Chad Meeks, uh, Liana Li- Liberato mm. <laughs> as Quinn Bailey, mm-hmm. Devin Nakota as Annika, R.I.P. <laughs> um, Josh Segura as Danny. Love, Love him. that man. Love him. Love sweet him. baby angel. Literal sweet baby angel. Yeah. Precious baby angel yeah yeah <laughs> he is so baby girl love um samara weaving as laura which i'm so glad that they were able to keep er, she was able to keep her aussie accent uh it actually kind of threw me off because i was like wait why why does she have that accent mm. and i was like oh wait she's australian uh and then tony revelori as jason carvey which punny last name can i just say last name carvey carvey like carve I hate you. Like, it's so funny. Anyway. And of course, uh, and then Dermo Mulroney as Detective Bailey. Um, Just to name a few. Dude. <laughs> the whole cast. How did, well, how did you not name the other ghost face, which is Jack Champion? Is he not on there? No. <laughs> well, either way, Jack Champion, who plays Ethan, um, he was giving me heavy Eve- Evan Peters. Yes. Um, And then if it's true... He's now going to have to play every dark role, every serial killer, so that Evan Peters can move on to play other things and to rest his career as a psychopath. And now Jack Champion can now take over. Yes, absolutely. So good for him. Evan Peters, please retire. <laughs> please retire. We have someone else. <laughs> yes, but like in a respectful way because that man needs a break. He needs a break 100%. Yes. So Evan Peters, please. I Initially, I didn't see Jack 
uh, Jack as like a Evan Peters until I saw a lot of comments on TikTok about it. And I was like, oh, he I just resembles him in like yeah, some angles him. for sure. And yeah. I think the fact that he <laughs> the fact that he plays a psychotic killer in this, I think, makes it even more like it makes it more comedic and like feeds into the fact that he looks like Evan Peters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cast was great. Love everyone in it. Um, <laughs> let's see if we can find some facts on on this movie and maybe see if we can guess on whether they're uh, true or not. Okay. This one's actually a funny one because we just, we were just kind of talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says, Courtney Cox was the first cast member to sign up to return as Gail Weathers. She states that she did not hesitate to return because she loves playing Gail and jokingly said that she'd even play her for free. Yep. Yep. There it goes. And I think that line was specifically made for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think you think it's so funny. I'm going to say that that's true. 100% because, I mean... To be fair, I think if I were to be in an iconic franchise, you would have to drag me by my feet 100%. to get out of it. 100%. Second one, which also kind of has to do with Courtney, is um, although Courtney Cox and Roger Jackson, who voices Ghostface, are the only actors who have had roles in all six films, this film marks the very first time they have directly interacted via telephone. What? And that? Oh, wait, that is true. They even say that. They even say that in the movie. Yeah, that it was like, it's it's been long overdue. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And um, can we just talk about the scene where she's like, um, can you hold please? And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, can you hold please? Yeah. He's like, wait. <laughs> and yeah. then she fucking shoots so him. Funny. I'm like, smart girl. I will say, I thought, so, so he voices screen so he voices ghostface in the first one yes and he voices him the rest of the films as well Mm -hmm. they don't sound alike really they not to me i i think they do i think if you were to listen i mean don't get me wrong also like the first movie was made like in the 1990s but like if you listen i feel like to the voice in the first movie and you listen to the one like now they they don't sound alike to me i found this other fact and I actually noticed this too. And I, I'm so glad that I read this because I would have forgotten. But when Tara and her friends enter the Halloween-themed frat party, you can see everyone dressed up in costumes. One girl is dressed as Wednesday Adams, who Jenna Ortega played that in the Netflix series. That is hilarious. I remember noticing that and I was like, wait. Oh, that's funny. I don't think I noticed it. But I also saw a lot of like uh, Michael Myers costumes. A lot of Michael. Um, and um, I'm trying to figure out who Jason, else I saw. Pennywise. I did see Pennywise. I saw Georgie. I saw like things like that that I was like, this is so funny. Because it's, yes, Hellraiser. And because it's, again, in a modern time, Mm -hmm. like it's almost like if there was a rule of not being able to intertwine horror movies. But but this film specifically was like, no, 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 let's go ahead and throw it all in there. And I loved it. I loved seeing the pool of like um, everyone in different types of costumes of like, horror movies like classic horror movies mm-hmm. um and it was like really fun to see and speaking more on the the costume there's another one that says somebody dressed as mojo jojo from powerpuff yes Girls i saw is that seen in the subway yes Roger i saw that l jackson who voices Ghostface, also voices mojo jojo we've discovered we talked about this we have talked about this <laughs> we have yes we know this but um yeah and i thought that was like so funny all right, but finally, moving along to the episode a little bit more, I think it's time we play a little Would, Would You Rather? Yeah. So, based on the first film, who would you rather be your ghost face? Billy, or St- Billy and Stu? Mickey and Mrs. Loomis? Roman? Jill and Charlie? Richie and Amber? Or Ethan, Quinn, and Detective Bailey. I, I'm being basic. I'm being basic and choosing my the OG men. 100%. 100% choosing my OG men. 100%. I I love them so much. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I love them so much. And it would be an honor yeah. to be stabbed by them. Yeah. Yeah. I love, same. I love them. Uh, would love to be in the same room with them. Uh, fighting for my life or not. Huh? As Billy and Stu? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would love. we've been in the same room as, uh, as Skeet and Matthew. Yeah. And they're great. They're great. Um, but imagine them in costume. Imagine them. Imagine their, 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 their characters. And their energy. 
yeah and one yeah no i'm obsessed i would love i i have to choose my og men and i'm choosing billy and stew however if i had to choose and if it's too basic of an answer i think i would do ethan quinn and detective bailey Mm -hmm. i like them i like them as a little triple as a little family yeah yeah and to be fair um uh detective bailey apparently used mrs loomis's mask yeah or at least one of their masks one of the three was uh belonged to mrs loomis so felt felt yeah um same same with me i yeah. would obviously my first choice is billy and stew mm-hmm. um i think my second option would be either mickey and mrs loomis or ethan quinn and detective bailey yeah for sure yeah. i liked uh i liked the freshness yes. of the of the three people mm-hmm. all right uh so let's go ahead to get and let's go ahead and rate this movie so this is a horror movie a horror movie amongst you know all horror movies so we will be using our two scales our scary scale and our satisfactory scale and just because a movie is great and fantastic and awesome doesn't always mean it's scary so what do you rate it great question so um, <laughs> that's amazing that's like thank you for asking so scary scale scary scale scary scale mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna have to give it uh an eight and a half out of ten okay um i didn't find myself very genuinely terrified i mean i did there were obviously scenes where you know i was like i'm scared like right. you know but for example the bodega scene i was pretty scary um, anticipation yeah, I think it's more anticipation, more like edge of your seat sort of right. sort of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, very good. Yeah. Satisfactory. Um, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Good. I'm going to give yeah. it a 10 out of 10. I genuinely, Well deserving. Do what? Well deserving. Yeah. Um, I, I genuinely liked it. Now I kind of want to switch my scary scale. Mm. I don't think I meant to say... An eight and a half. Did I say eight and a half? You said eight and a half. Okay. I think I meant to say seven and a half. Yeah. So not an eight and a half for my scary scale. Seven and a half and a 10 out of 10. Yes. Seven and a half for scary. Yeah. And 10 out of 10 for satisfactory. Okay. What about you? Uh, Honestly, yeah, same. Mine is more, so my scary scale is more of a six and a half to a seven. Um, Honestly, it's really hard for me to be scared of something that I find so entertaining. Mm -hmm. And... I find this franchise cozy and like comforting. So the gore again is what is going to bump up my scale. The anticipation that I felt in a lot of the scenes. I'm telling you that Annika's death scene really had me like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Like had it gave me the. Yeah. So so that one was good. That one was good. And then. My satisfactory scale, my, yeah, my satisfactory scale is a 9 out of 10. Um, the only thing that bumps it down is nothing in my eyes will ever yeah. beat the original. Same. The original for me is a 10 out of 10. Nothing gets better than that. Um, but I will say this movie is a, a close second. But this one, it, this one was really good. Like, mm-hmm. I also went into this movie with no expectations because I didn't, not that I didn't want to be disappointed. I knew I would love it either way because it's a Scream movie. But last scream, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last scream was a bit it was, was, a, it was, it was a bit harsh. It was a movie. It was it, it was a movie. It was a movie. This one was a movie. The, yeah, the last one was it was, it was a movie. <laughs> was yeah, a movie. but this one was a movie. Hey, yes, ma'am. and and listen, I hate to be that person, but I think I have to. I'm sorry. I don't think I'm 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 being 100 percent truthful. I have to knock my scary skill down again because it wasn't scary. Because it wasn't. I don't know why I keep. I was so I was so excited. Yeah. I was too excited to be kind of blinded by the scare. Same. So I at this point, these movies are for entertainment yeah. and not necessarily for like yeah. horror because it's a horror genre, right? But not to scare. If, if you're if you're scared of blood and gore, a hundred percent totally would would understand why you think yes. it's a ten out of ten or, yes. or an eight out of whatever. But I'm not afraid of blood or gore, so. Honestly, I think I have to go to six or six and a half. Like this movie, yeah, because this movie goes home with me and I find so much comfort in it. Like mm-hmm. I can't wait for this movie to come out on streaming services. Yeah. I can't wait to purchase this movie. It's going to be in a collection. Like I love this movie. 
it didn't come home with me in the sense that I'm like, I'm scared I'm going to see Ghostface in my hallway. Right. Right, right. Type of thing. You know, he's all over my room. So I'm yeah. not. We're used to him. We're used to him. He's a familiar face. Yeah. We love him. Yeah. He's a queen slave. He's invited to La Carne Asada. He's room. invited to La Carne Asada. Like he's, he's that, he's that dude. Yeah. So I, it's hard for me to find him scary now. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he's not great. Yeah. I, I mean, him. listen, if there was a seven foot ghost face standing right behind me. Listen, now don't get me wrong. Will I be fighting for I'm my life if this 100%. man tried to chase me down the, the road? Yes, of course. 100%. Uh-huh, 100%. But I, I love him so much. Yeah. And he's definitely a favorite. I think we are at the end. We are at the this, end of this, uh, of this, this episode. episode. Um, thanks again to everyone listening. If you're literally still listening, thank you. Because uh, this is quite a long one. This is a long one, but as you can tell, we're passionate. We're I mean, passionate. how we named our podcast Scream yes. City. And, um, our, and it's... And our Scream 1 episode was like an hour long Yes, too, and we it? will probably redo that one because I feel like we didn't get, we didn't have yeah. a flow at the time. I think we talked a little too much about Duncan and not too much about We talked about too Scream. much about Duncan. We talked too much about the convention and not yeah. the movie itself. Yeah. So, so look we'll, out for that episode sometime soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you're a new horror freak joining us for the first time, welcome. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to follow us on social media. We will have everything linked in the description of the episode. Yes, thank you for tuning in and listening. And we can't stress enough how much we appreciate your support. So please make sure to tell all your horror freaks, uh, friends, family, and any stranger that you come across. And so we can grow the, the horror community. We love receiving and reading your guys' messages about your thoughts and opinions on our episodes and things that you guys want to include. Like we, we love talking about it mm-hmm. when it's just us and we love seeing messages. So please reach out to us and talk to us. We, we love it. For that reason, if you liked today's episode, please tune in to next week's episode where we finally talk about Black, Black Phone. Phone. Yeah, uh, we're a little bit late on that one. It's all sh- it's it's been about a year uh, since Black Phone came out, but it's never too late for the people who have never seen it. If you haven't seen it, yeah. Um, I think this one is also going to be a talk because I think we watched it at the same time. We did. Well, I watched it. Before. You watched it. Yeah, you watched it first, and then yeah. she watched it again with me and mm-hmm. our other friends. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I think that concludes this episode. Again, thanks so much for listening. We've been your hosts, Jessica and Monica. Stay safe and, and stay, stay spooky. spooky. What's your favorite scary movie? Oof. That was scary. I can't wait to come back next week. <laughs>